This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. Hey everybody, Donnie here from the Craft Brews and Geek News Podcast. I wanted to share a little uh, snippet that we had from the guys over at Fantasy Brews. Ryan and team from our sister show, video, sports feed, whatever you want to call it. They go on there and talk about some great sports predictions, fantasy drafts, and they enjoy a beverage or two while doing so. It's a fantastic show, and since we've never featured it on our Craft Brews and Kick News channel, I wanted to bring you a little snippet, one full episode. If you want to watch all the episodes, including video as they start up their second season of Fantasy Brews, make sure you check out our Facebook group, Craft Brews and Geek News. This episode, they discuss the upcoming NFL Draft, who they're going to take in the top 10, and the Steelers and Packers position. Enjoy as we present to you Fantasy Brews. And welcome everybody to a brand new edition, brand new season. It's been a while uh, of the Craft Brews and Geek News Fantasy Brews team here with me today is uh, Mr. Corey. How are you, sir? Doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Sunday afternoon. It's bright and sunny out. We can't go anywhere, but that's okay. Uh, (laughs) And we've got our friend here, Ben, as well. Ben, how are you? I'm good, man. Awesome. Glad to be here. Um, Before we get started into any of that, we got to talk about some beers. Uh, What are you guys drinking on today? Anything, Anything delicious? Ben, Ben, go first. Um, I got some gin. Okay. Uh, that's uh, that's all I had inside. That wasn't wine, and it was a little too early for the wine. So. Uh, Ray? No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you the name of it. It's uh, my wife uses it in her cocktails. Okay. So that was my only option. Yeah, it was cheap. Well, I had some sweet and sour, some carbonated water, and, and we're we're rolling. Well, Ben used to get me. Uh, well, actually, was the one who got me into. To gin in the first place, so uh, action going on. Uh, so I'm having Florida Avenue Brewing Company Luminance Hazy IPA, it's very good. Sounds delicious. I myself brought to the table, Corey, we were drinking it last night playing our virtual beer pong. Uh, which maybe we could dive into that a little bit towards the end of the segment. Um, Goose Island Locale IPA, it's only three percent, but there's 98 calories and it gives you a full aroma and flavor profile of an IPA without it being too heavy. So if you don't have it, go out and buy some Publix. I know was selling them buy one, get one last week. So maybe you still get lucky and get that deal. But boys, let's go ahead and jump into this, man. It's been a crazy off season. Um, You know, we, we haven't covered much since uh, midway through last year, but that's okay. We're going to get back into it. So much has gone on in the world. So much has gone on in the NFL um, well, we have the draft coming up. What's it? April 23rd, 24th, something yeah, like that. 23rd, 24th, 25th. So a lot of big names out there. A lot of, a lot of action going on in the NFL wow. during the offseason. But, uh, it'll be an interesting one with what's going on right now. There, it won't be, it'll be live, but there won't be any people. So it'll be a, like a virtual draft pretty much. Maybe they could so, just input some people like, on uh, you know, Robots. like a Madden game or something like that. Just like CGI them into, <laughs> into the arena. I mean, I am going to miss Goodell getting boot. Uh, so, I'm sure somebody will clip in of uh, some audio of that <laughs> on a recording. Oh, I, I, I will hear. I'll boot. <laughs> we'll all do it. Um, 
So let's go ahead and jump into uh, – let's start with some of the offseason trading because that's going to really affect um, what the first round looks like because we already kind of just touched, touched on briefly. So what are some of the top four or five biggest trades in the offseason well, that's going to affect this draft? Before – I know we're going to dive into, you know, Packers, Steelers stuff here um, very shortly, but the biggest one being – uh, the Cardinals and the Texans trade with uh, Hopkins and David Johnson and uh, just a silly, silly trade. Silly, silly trade. It's probably one of the worst trades I've ever seen. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. David Johnson's been washed up for, what, two years? Yeah. Yeah. What doesn't make sense is they obviously didn't call Brian Gutenkunst. Uh, to see what we would offer. Because, um, I mean, y'all can have Aaron Jones in a second for DeAndre Hopkins, in my opinion. But I just thought it was silly. I think he could have got so much more. I'd like, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall. Um, it, it was like insider trading. I don't, I don't get it. They, they, they didn't even get a first-round pick for him or, that, or anything. No. That's what I mean. There's no way another team wouldn't have given at least one Plus well, well, think about this. Think about – I don't want to get too off this topic, but think about – I also think it's another terrible trade, especially how deep this wide receiver draft is, is the Bills giving up a first round for Stephon Diggs. Uh, I think it's beyond silly as well because they where they sit in the first round, they, there's multiple receivers that, in my opinion, will be better than Diggs in, two, what, two or three years? Mm-hmm. Uh, Diggs was a fourth-round pick. Yeah, he was a he was a – better fourth round pick than most receivers uh but he's not an elite number one he's not a number one elite receiver to give up a first round draft pick for that's uh, that's i don't know I, I might disagree with you on that one i just they're in win now i don't think three years down the road interests them i think yeah. it's now and stefan yeah but he's still but, relatively but, young you know i mean He's more of a number one receiver than anyone they have, and they have such a talented roster. I'm sure they would have went after Dehop. Um, you know, good if, point. But but is he really that much of a different receiver than John Brown? I think they need a big a big body guy. I I, I thought they were going to take a Higgins or a Chenault for sure. Uh, maybe they still do. Well, maybe they still do. Now, um, not to get get too far off base, you had the Bills at. Now you have the Vikings there that are – what are the Vikings going to do? Because for the Packers, I'm hoping they don't go receiver. It's kind of like the Niners moving up to 13 with the Buckner trade. Are they going to take CeeDee Lamb now? No, thank you. I do not, No, I do not want him going to the Niners. Was there yeah, – uh, they're, they're going to take a receiver there, Ben. I, I, yeah. I, I'm going to put my money on it. One of those two guys, whether it's Judy if, or Lamb. I think if Kinlaw drops, I think they take Kinlaw and they just do a swap. Buckner for Kinlaw. That's a that's wishful thinking as a Packer fan. Yeah, but I think Kinlaw gets past that pick. We'll we'll we'll, we'll get into that more here in the next segment. But I think Kinlaw gets past the Niners' first pick and makes it to Kinlaw. Uh, Kinlaw's an interesting prospect to talk about because well, he's his windows. So he he can go to Tampa at fourteen. He can go. He can go to the Jays at nine. If Derek Brown's gone, yeah, I think the Panthers are going to go Brown. I. It, 
it, it depends on how you value the uh, your second defensive tackle. And I think after the senior bowl in the combine, I think Kinlaw is number two now. Uh, uh, Epinesa tanked the combine. I don't believe in the combine as much as others do. You know, I watched the tape. I still think Epinesa from Iowa is still going to be a, a hell of a player. He's stiff, though. I'll, I, yeah, I'll give him that. But He's a scheme fit. You know, you don't, you don't think Carolina goes for a quarterback first round? They because uh, they, they brought in PJ Walker. They could, but I think they sit where they are, and if one of those top three guys are there, I think they do pull the trigger. Uh, but again, they have a new head coach, and usually, you know, if they went and got what Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, usually, oh, they did get Teddy Bridgewater. That's it, right. So then yeah. he's going to be your starter. Maybe I'm wrong here, but it, it, when I think back and look at new coaching staff, they usually get themselves a blue chip defensive prospect like a Derek Brown. Well, and the Panthers just brought in PJ Walker from the XFL. No, but he's a young guy. I, I just, the Panthers brought in Bridgewater because he's relatively young. <laughs> so you got that guy for 10 years if you love him? Maybe more. I don't. I don't think there's any chance they go. Quarterback. Or to Corey's point too, having Bridgewater as a solid quarterback allows you to build the defense, and then next year you focus on the offensive uh, side of things. Well, they're in a re- they are in a rebuild mode outside of uh, Christian McCaffrey. Well, I mean, yeah. who's going to tank for uh, for Lawrence? Who's going to tank for Trevor? There's 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 several teams next year. Gonna do it. Well, uh, Washington. Well, we're getting right down the rabbit hole now. But Washington and um, this is why we're here, boys. Don't uh, worry about it. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville. I can honestly see him playing for Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville is going to be the worst team. I can see that. Especially there's all this talk. Goals, keeping. Yeah. Uh, they they, they got rid of their their their, their defense. They yeah. got all their stars. All their stars are gone, pretty much. Except for maybe Miles Jack, depending on if you call him a star. Leonard Fournette's still sitting there, but I don't think a trade's off a table with him. Well, um, if, the, if the Jaguars don't take a quarterback at nine, which I don't think they're going to, then how many picks do they have in the first? They have two, or they have two in the first. Do they? I thought yeah, they have the one. Rams we trade. They got oh, the Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're um, right. If they don't take a quarterback, then they're basically. They are just going to get some building blocks. Building blocks. They're going to tell you he's the dude, but the reality is they're going to want Trevor Lawrence. They see what I don't love Fields next year, but I do love Lawrence. So, yep, yep, um, yep. And, and while there's all these reports about all New England's trying to tank for Lawrence, and I don't care. They're, New they're not going to go 11 and 5. No, the, well, that's. Eh, I, I'm, I'm not think, saying they're going to be good. I'm not I, saying they're going to win a playoff I, game. I still think they go like 8 and 8, 9 and 7 because that division is just so rough. And with the coaching staff they have, and they still have some line pieces that are decent, uh, I still think they go 8 and 8, 9 and 7. I think the Bills finish ahead of them. Um, I think, I, well, the Bills and I think the Miami Dolphins are going to be a little better this year than people think. I really do. I think so. I mean, I'm not saying I like well, all their moves, but think about how awful they were literally trying to lose last year and they couldn't yeah. get the first pick. They, they, there's something with that, that head coach that I think kept, I kept, kept that team together. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. I think he, he, he might have that players like, in the off season too. Yeah. 
He so, might have like that young Mike Tomlin kind of thing going on. You know, the well, players relate to him. They got three first round picks. I mean, they're. I mean, I still giving up Minka. I mean, I love it for you guys. Oh my God! Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I mean, Think about we would have the number eighteen pick in the draft, and no matter who is there, I'm like, yes, I would take Minka Fitzpatrick over any of those players. Oh, oh, I mean, especially still on his rookie deal. That's where Colbert was like, yeah, we don't do this, but this did, never happens. The kid, yeah. he, he, I mean, he's a he has a year of NFL tape we can watch. He's picked off Brady's rookie year, and he's on his rookie deal, and he's a top ten pick, and they loved him last year. Yeah, it it, it was over. No brainer. No, he's- yeah, he's he's a stud. So, anyway, so we hit those trades. Um, you want to talk about your uh, your boy there in Green Bay? Um, what? Yeah. Well, it wasn't a trade. I mean, we just no. I know. Just thought. Thought. what's going on in Green Bay? I just saw some uh, wide receiver got traded four hours ago. Wait, what? Jermino uh, <laughs> <laughs> Allison. Yeah. Oh, we were able to trade him. Jer- Ger- Geronimo. <laughs> Geronimo. <laughs> You're able to trade him. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's well. Probably you know, got he's, what, he, he, Sorry, he signed with the Lions. Um, oh, he just signed though. Yeah, because he was a free agent. Yeah, he's, yeah I mean, he's he's garbage. I'm glad he went to Detroit. But you don't think Funch? You don't think they signed Funchess because they did lose Graham, who was trash last year. But you don't think they maybe signed Funchess as a cheap red zone target? That 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 letting Graham go. I I I didn't I, I didn't agree with that. I do. Um, I watched a lot Graham, of Packer games last year, and he Graham, had no hands. Graham is terrible. The fact that he got sixty million <laughs> from the bill. Yeah, but he was Parker coming off a uh, season-ending uh, uh, season injury from the year before, wasn't he? No, no. When was yeah, he? No. Injured? He broke his finger. He I'm broke his finger. Yeah, because yeah. you had him. That's what it was, and he he, he didn't. He yeah, didn't you trained him to me. He sucked. He hey. he got targeted fifty times. I think he dropped four. Uh, yeah. He just he didn't have the speed. He can't block. Um, his hands are inconsistent. I mean, he yeah. doesn't have separation. The Bears gave him two years, sixteen. Million. That is the, that's a Bears move because Jimmy Graham was going to retire. I mean, he knew he was bad. Jay Sternberger is two or three times the tight end that Jimmy Graham is. So good for Jimmy Graham. Thank God he's gone. <laughs> now I wish we would have won the Hooper sweepstakes. Because I think Sternberger needs a running mate. We need a pass-catching tight end. Um, Funches, Funches was only brought in because of the value. Because he's a guy young. He's athletic. He's had some character and some drop concerns in the past. But he he does have NFL production. Because in 2017, he had 60 catches, eight touchdowns. So you bring him in because he's only $2.5 million. But compete. There is not a spot that he slid into. Um, Alan Lazard is our number three, and we don't have a number two. Behind that, you got Funches is another big body guy for depth, but you got St. Brown, you got MVS, and you got Funches. So all Funches did was sent Kumaro back to Whitewater. That's all Funches did. But if he blows up, he's awesome. You know, we'll get Mike somewhere else next year. He he did have one good year with, I believe, it was Cam Newton at the time. And I did like some of his upside coming out of Michigan. Uh, he's just a big tight end or a big receiver that maybe should have moved to a tight end. Uh, we'll see. I, you know, it's one of those signings. I get what you're saying. You it know, doesn't and, hurt anything. Well, well, this is well. 
Exactly. And this is, You're what taking I a to talk, this is what I want to talk about the Ebron. I mean, I have friends that are pissed about the Eric Ebron sign. He, he has stone hands and yada, yada, yada. And he sucks. I love and, it. But my point is, yeah, we're not signing him to be our stud future tight end for forever. Like, we're, you know, Steelers signed him for comp- as, as, as an addition in competition with, with Vance McDonald. Um, that's it. They're going to go out and get a guy sooner than later, whether it's this draft or next draft. I, I think it's this draft, somewhere between round two and four. Um, but it's one of those things where, I, you know, like you said, Ben, with the Funches, you're not signing those guys to be this big game-changing player. They're not making your football team worse. So, right. And they're also young. It's very yeah. It's yeah. similar yeah. situations. Well, and I remember a few, a few years it. back when Funches we, was a first round pick too. I think Late Ebron first. was. What, weren't we wanting uh, Ebron a few years ago when he was drafted? I think there was a lot of talk, at least conversations. I remember they having met with my dad. They met like, with him, but yeah, you know, somebody. It would have been nice to have gotten him back back when he was a rookie. But, but. De- Detroit <clears throat> way overdrafted him. I think they took him like in the top twelve or some shit. Yeah, well, he's a big guy. You know? And don't and forget, two years ago. Even with Jack Doyle on the roster, Ebron had, what, 15 touchdowns? Yeah. He's 26 years old? Well, they even said last year when he was injured a lot of last year, he still still led all tight ends and red zone targets being hurt last year. Whether he didn't do much with them, I don't, you know, I mean, he had suspect quarterback play, and I'm not, I don't know, I know he was playing injured and all this stuff, and I don't know. At the end of the day, we'll just have to see how he plays with Ben and what he has left in the tank, and he's young still. Um, but he, yeah, is he going to drop a couple passes? Absolutely. But hopefully it's just not a big, important pass. That's all. Ebron yeah. was a phenomenal <laughs> value signing. You know what happened to him this last year? Jacoby that happened to him last year. Yeah. Two years ago, he had Andrew Luck. Well, and last year he had uh, 31 receptions with three touchdowns and three, you know, a little under 400 yards. But the year before, like you just said, with Luck, he had 66 catches well, uh, with 13 touchdowns. Yeah, so, and, that's, and that's that's about as good as it gets there, But unless you're a Gronk a few years back. But so, you know, but like I was saying, though, last year, though, I, I saw something posted just today, this morning, that Ebron had the most red zone targets of, over any tight end, even with the limited, limited time last year, which means, you know, I think I think that that could be a plus. But yeah, so, we that's that's that signing. So, Ebron is a phenomenal value signing, and what it does—it's the same reason the Packers brought in Kirksey, and Rick Wagner, because it from draft time, those positions are no longer needs. Right. Well, this so is what there's, there's better value. You don't get the tight end you want. At least well, you got Ebron competing with Vance. You can plug right. another. Well, this is what we've been talking about. Then is good franchises like. Green Bay and Pittsburgh and Baltimore That's does it. it too. I hate to say it, Baltimore does it too. Uh, <laughs> um, they they don't go into a draft. They, at least they do it to the best of their ability. They they don't go into a draft with a big gaping hole. That's it right there. Where they force a pick. The I, I will tell you the two times Pittsburgh did it, it's burned them once and we're. we're I don't think it's burned him on the other one yet, but he was a little bit of a reach, and he's he's been slow processing Edmonds. But we had such a hole at corner a few years back, and we took Burns. Ugh. That was a reach. We had such a hole at safety a couple years ago, After and retired, we panic picked. You, you know, our pick 100% I, is was Keanu Neal of, of the Falcons. He was our pick. Atlanta traded up ahead of us and got him. 
We panic picked Edmonds. Uh, we we like that you know he had the bloodline. He's got brothers in the NFL, and he has talent. He's very he's a good in the box safety. He was second on the team of tackles, but he is terrible in coverage. Yeah. Uh, so they panic picked. You know that they don't like to do that. You know, so the best thing you can do, like with what we're seeing right now with with, with Green Bay, what Pittsburgh's doing is, yeah, does Pittsburgh need 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 to probably draft a tight end somewhere in this draft as a young young guy, probably, but it, you, now you're not looking at your first pick in the draft and like we have to draft this, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I yeah, guess. you're not panic picking and and and, 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 up. and and with that draft uh, talk, you know, let's go ahead and roll over into uh, and maybe the first. Top ten, top fifteen, you know, first round. for the first round. Just, just, just to pick your brain. We got Cincinnati one, Washington two, Detroit three, Giants four, Miami five. So let's start there and see, see where you guys are thinking. What needs they want to address? I, I, I would assume Cincinnati's going after a, a quarterback. Uh, but we know the first two picks probably. Um, the only way we don't know the first two picks is if somebody gives a fortune blockbuster. Yeah, but one of those two teams. I've never seen a blockbuster trade for a defensive player. I don't remember one. No. Um, right. So Burrow's Burrow's the pick, Cincy, and then uh, Chase Young's the pick, uh, the elite. Oh, yeah. sure. The draft for, for the draft starts at pick three. Lions we don't know. Have first pick. A lot yeah. of people are, are saying Detroit is going to trade out, which makes sense. A lot of them, you know, I know they have a big glaring need a corner, but do you really pick a corner at three? You know, I, I, I like Akuda a lot at Ohio State, uh, but I have a hard time picking a cornerback at three. So, so uh, this is a there's a lot of good corners in this draft. There really is. It's deep, but he is the elite one. But do you take him at three? I don't you think take Akuda, or do you move back for and get another player who's amazing, and now you have an extra. Pick maybe an extra third round pick. That's exactly what I do. I don't oh, know man. what I'm not. You would know more since they're in your division. I don't know what their defense and offensive line look like, but if I could trade out of that spot and grab a Derek Brown, I mean, come on. Well, they need they need it. I mean, they, tackle. They got rid of Snacks Harrison. They lost Mike Daniels. I don't. I think he's still a free agent. Um, I mean, they need help everywhere. Uh, they got that Jared Davis. Their linebacker's pretty good. They got Basically, rid. Bigs, they so you, Seahawks last year, so their defense is depleted. So if they trade out of that spot, they can probably still get a Cuda if that's their guy. They can maybe maybe Derek Brown's on the board still. Uh, maybe Simmons is on the board. I mean, it just makes sense for them to to trade back, you know, to a team like Miami or San Diego that wants to get aggressive and make sure they get their quarterback because those are the two teams that are going to get a quarterback. If I'm Bob, I believe his name is Bob Quinn. If I'm the GM of the line. There's no scenario where I'm pick at three. It makes no sense. Not with well, how many they have. Okay, well, let me play devil's advocate. What about the Giants? There's reports the Giants want to trade out, which makes sense again. But I, I think if they can't get a good enough trade, I think they sit there and take the, the their top-rated tackle. They got their quarterback. They got their running back. It's tackle or it's Isaiah Simmons? Isaiah Simmons, somebody – You think you draft him in the top five? I just have a hard time taking a linebacker in the top five. I can to tell me, you, it's line, offensive, defensive line, quarterback. That's the only players I'm taking. So I was listening to Peter Bukowski of Lockdown Packers, and he was talking about, you know, they have all these metrics now, all these 
much value each position actually gives you. And D tackle was so small. Linebackers are like far and away more valuable to the wind, like wind share, you know, actually account for um, value in the game. Um, I would pick Derek Brown in the top 10. Even if I'm a Packer fan, I take someone who uh, basically sways the needle, right? And now if you're the Panthers, Derek Brown makes sense because he's a foundational piece. I think the Lions, yeah. The Lions have to win or the coach and the GM are fired, period. So yeah, again. Derek <laughs> Brown seven. I disagree with I, – I agree and disagree. Yeah, I believe linebackers are very important. I mean, look at the elite defenses the past few years. I mean, going back to Legion of Boom, I mean, they all have good linebackers. There's, you can't get around it. But look at what somebody – and I, I'm not calling him Aaron Donald yet, uh, or Aaron Donald, but uh, I think Derek Brown is going to be an elite defensive tackle, one of the best in the league, hands down. Um, the guy can push a pocket, cause pressure, even if he doesn't get the quarterback. You know what I mean? He, 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 he's and somebody you have to account for on the field of play. Yes. Well, I'm not saying I'm, not I'm just saying – I don't think the value is there early in the. I think he's the third best prospect. I mean, per, well, no. You know who I thought the best prospect was last year? Quinn and Williams. I mean, we were saying the same thing about him last year. Yeah, Brown's better. The Jets. So. Quinnen was a little softer. Brown, Brown's got a better. Brown's motors. Dude is a man. Like he is a. Dude, dude is, is a man. man. Just throw, just throw on. <laughs> that should Auburn. be a T-shirt. Dude is a man. Throw on two, two, 2019. They're like rag dolls. just throwing them. Auburn up. versus LSU, and just watch him one-handed push dudes right back into the quarterback. It's, it's. I'm actually watching some highlights of him right now. So I have <laughs> not only are we recording this audio, but I've got my screen uh, being recorded through QuickTime. I was explaining to Ben earlier. So. I've got this uh, this video up right now, so people can see uh, what we're talking about as as we're talking about Derek Brown because he's a okay. beast. He's, so I, he's he's an animal, man. I do love oh Derek God. Brown. Oh, but if oh, I'm, so, oh, pile driver, Jesus! Hold on, Corey. If I'm if it was me, and it's okay. just opinion, I trade back. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I, you know, absolutely. Because um, the top hundred, the top hundred and fifty in this year's draft. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, well, there's there's a couple positions that aren't as strong as the others, but I mean, I I, I, I think uh, you know, tack, you know, offensive lines very strong, wide receivers very strong, um, corners deep. Um, I'm not as high on linebackers as uh, a lot of other people. I think there's a pretty big drop. I there's five or six linebackers I like, but I think. Every- yeah, um, I think the minute it gets around two, you got your yeah. and some of those you know Uche well, guys are going to be good in the top. I don't, I don't like Uche at all, man. I I don't know. I, I, you like I Bradley was, and I? What's that? You like Bradley and I? I like him and I. Uh, Lewis from Alabama's got a high motor. He's very aggressive with his hands, but he's they they they're all rough though. They they all yeah. they all are going to need a year. Uh, I like uh, Notre Dame, uh, Okwara. That guy's super, 
super athletic, big, tall freak guy. Um, uh, there's Weaver, Curtis Weaver. I like him a lot. He looks like a, a fucking square coming around the edge. Like he's built real funky, but like a square. the guys get off and the guys, whenever he beats the tackle, he plants his right foot and he cuts in. And I don't think I've ever seen somebody with that acceleration cutting like that. Uh, but he has no hand moves. So, you know, a lot of these guys are just so raw. You know, but so hard to project. I mean, it could end up being a great class. I think. Uh, I mean, I'm not sold on Chasen. I mean, really, I, I think Chase Young is the only sure thing at edge rusher. This yeah, I don't <laughs> think. I don't think Chasen is is a lock. I by, by I any means. You know, so I watch this. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, so well, we, yeah. we, we covered defense pretty well. Uh, yep. Other than there's going to be Queen and in Murray, but there's reports on Murray might slide into the second round now. Uh, and I can tell you right now that is one hell of a value pick. There's a couple mocks that I've seen where he's still around at 49 for Pittsburgh. Uh, mm. You know, is it a glaring need? No, but how do you how do we pass on? And, and on who is this to put? Uh, Kenneth Murray at Oklahoma. How do you pass on putting him next to uh, Bush if he's just fallen into your lap at 49? It's just at a, at a, at a, at I will fall. tell you right now, if Kenneth Murray, Patrick Queen, or Justin Jefferson are at 30, we will not trade back. Any other scenario, we're trading back if those three are gone. I truly believe that's how Packers are going to play this. I don't see how Kenneth Murray gets to 49. Now, if he does, <laughs> good for you. But I think too many people are like, oh, let's compare him to Devin, Devin Bush. No. Uh, Devin, Devin Bush is, a, is going to be an all-pro. Uh, Murray yeah. is going to be a pro bowler, which is fantastic. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, Kenneth Murray – I think Patrick Queen has hmm. some – he has more question marks. Um, Kenneth Murray is pretty solid, right? I think he is probably the more complete <clears throat> Patrick Queen's a crazy athlete. No one really knew who he was until they started watching LSU tape, and they're like, oh, my God, who's this guy? Um, we lose Corey? Uh, uh, hold on one sec. I was just, just going to say I'm watching some highlight reels, and uh looks like Kenneth Murray's got a little bit of that Ryan Shazier flair to him, too. Yeah, no, he's, he's a very <clears throat> splashy athletic. Uh, he side can line lay side line. the hammer, too. He has a yeah, lot. No, he's, he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's one of those very versatile linebackers that I think you need – and I think he's he's the perfect complement to Bush. I mean, I'm not getting my hopes up, but Bush is your old school. Every tackle, he, he squares you up. He's smart yes. as hell. He knows what where the ball is going. Murray is like like you just said. Reminds me of Shazier a little bit, where he's just he just moves where the ball is going. You know, he's he's not as fundamental, but he's he's very a- athletic. Uh, I think well, didn't he run a four five and he pulled his hammy? Is that what happened? <laughs> well, they both did. <laughs> it was I'm back sitting, and back. I'm sitting here as a Packer fan, like I can't wait to see what Murray and Queen do. <laughs> they both pulled their hammies back and back. Yeah, running the forty during the combine. I, How I does that happen? Tex and Ben, two potential. <clears throat> yeah, but I don't know. The, the, the more I'm looking at it, Ben. Uh, I, I would love for you guys to, to get Jefferson, but uh, I think after his combine, I think unfortunately, uh, it's it's not any happen. any question mark on, was was answered, and I think he's going to be taken before. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be really curious. So the Eagles have more holes than people think. 
and everybody is slotting the Eagles for a receiver. I just just watch out because I, I I have a feeling. I mean, the Eagles normally they're aggressive, right? Aggressive. It would make so much sense for this year for the Eagles to trade. Um, I, I just think they have a lot of holes. And the yeah. receiver yeah. class is so deep. I mean, so they want what um, – what, uh, who's the speedster they brought back from Tampa? Uh, Deshaun – Jackson. Jackson. They, they need deep speed. Eagle, too. Jefferson's not really deep speed. Jalen Rager's deep speed. And if you move back into the 30s, you're probably getting Jalen Rager, maybe even the 40s. Corey left us. No, he's there. Sorry, I, I had to plug in my phone. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I want Jefferson. I want a true number two. I don't want a gadget guy. But you're probably right. I don't think he makes it. I did a mock draft where I had the Packers trading with uh, trading with the Bucks to go up and get rugs. We went from 10 picks to like four <laughs> to make that happen. Awesome. <clears throat> taking Higgins or Mims right now. And I, I definitely, I, I, I do not want Higgins. I do not like Higgins. Higgins. We, uh, the Packers have such a lack outside of Devontae Adams. No one creates separation. No one, no one can run her out. Do not give me T Higgins who only catches balls when there's guys on him. I need well, who can run routes. And since we're since we're on the Packers now, I, I think we can kind of move on. We can always go back to it, but let's go ahead, Ben. Why don't you give us your perspective on the the different areas that the Packers need to address for the draft? I know you touched a little bit on it, but what are the what are the positions and who would you like to see them take? Okay. So <clears throat> The Packers only have one position on our roster that is a need, someone who's going to fill a hole and starting spot, and that's number two receiver. But with that said, I don't know if we're going to take receiver at 30 um, because of how deep the draft is. I think you, you'll see us maybe even the third round take a receiver if we love one. Um, really, next year we have Kevin King going to free agency. Um we're going to be looking at attack. <clears throat> we just brought in Rick Wagner, who is to your deal, um, but we will take a tackle. So, you know, Packers also need a running back. Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams last year. Now we're probably going to pay Jones, but he's a running back. Do you pay him? I like Alaire in the second round for the Packers if he's there. He's a pass dual threat running back. He's, he's, he's I could see Packers not extending Jones. Or Williams. The LSU back, right, Clyde? Yeah. He had like 50 catches this year. Just great, great good balance. What Just about – I do like him a lot. Uh, one of my favorites, though, I think is kind of deep – no, running backs devalued in general. I hate to say it kind of makes sense right now, but uh, I think somebody's going to get a hell of a steal with Cam Akers out of Florida State. I mean, there's well, – yeah. Akers – I mean, he won't make it out of three – um, well, they're saying that value in, three. The, in the third, and I see him as a three down back. Cam Akers is a good player. I mean, I although the running back, I many people I don't necessarily agree that this is a weak running back class. I no, because you have Moss from Utah, which I like. Uh, I love Gibson out of Memphis, 
his yeah. versatility as a receiver yeah. and running back. He's, he's what we wanted out of Jalen Samuels. Is he, mm-hmm. Gibson's a better Jalen Samuels. Uh, he's a In very a- interesting running back, which I don't think Pitt needs. I think they got a couple close bangers, I guess you can call them. But uh, A.J. Dillon out of Boston, man, dude ran a 4-5 so just- at 260. Yeah, so I was just gonna I was just gonna talk about him. If you run a zone, an outside zone scheme, AJ Dillon's gonna be a stud. He only he's only gonna cut once, but then he goes. You know, you know uh, who who I can see drafting him. I hate to say it's New England. I think that's uh. Who are you talking about Acres? No, AJ no. Dillon. AJ Dillon, big bruising back, but he's he's he ran he he, he ran faster than I thought he'd run. At the, so so. You know, it's a lot. Oh, uh, question. Have you gotten to Ashton Davis, Ben, for safety? Safety from Cal? Yeah, I like him. Um, are you In regards to the Packers or just in regards as a player? Uh, both, because I, I, well, know, I know you like you like Duggar, Chin, and Winfrey. I still like those guys, too. But have you seen any, like, interviews or anything personally about Davis? This kid's story and the way he comes across in his character is – He's he's smart kid, man. Kind of reminds me of, of Neil coming out like that. Just interviews very well, high character, very smart, and you can tell by when you watch him on tape. What's his? Uh, I mean, where does he excel? I haven't really watched his tape. I've only read some analysis from some uh, coverage network coverage coverage, and uh, <laughs> but there's there's a couple games. I, I watched a couple games of his full full games, and. Uh, he there's there's a play and I can't remember what team, but he saved a touchdown, uh, long touchdown on a running play, and came across the whole field, and Troy Polamalu like tackled the guy. Uh, really? Yeah, and he's got some wicked interceptions too. Uh, so I don't think so. <clears throat> the one draft need people never attach to the Packers is safety. They're like, oh, we got Amos, you know, and we got Savage thing they don't realize is our defense, we use one linebacker and we use a hybrid safety who plays linebacker but can cover. So when I look at the Packers, I think, what if Xavier McKinney's sitting there at 30? You know, uh, I love Kyle Duggar because I think he's more of a linebacker, but he can cover. Do you, do you think that's too high for Duggar, though? Are your guys' screens freaking out or is that just mine? Just yours. Uh, oh, this. Can I uh, share my screen? Are we back? <clears throat> Y'all seeing that? No. <laughs> Not seeing you at all. Ryan's is pretty wild, though. He's like Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a. It's an option. <laughs> you, look, you look magical. I, I don't. I, yeah. I, I don't know anything about it. All right, well, as long as I can keep talking, I'll leave it alone, but something really funky is going on with my computer screen. It's like the 4th of July right now. It's like like the 4th of July. (laughs) So I love Winfield. Um, Packers need a safe – like we – right now, Raven Green, um, who plays the hybrid role. Um, We could bring in a blue chipper to start in that position because I think we can upgrade from him. So – I like Duggar. I like Chin. I like, um, you know, I like the linebackers later in the draft, like Davis Gaither, I think would be a phenomenal pick for the Packers. He's an undersized linebacker, but he can cover sideline to sideline. Um, 
you know, I, God, I mean, I could talk Packers drafts all day long. So, Free agency, I thought was going to answer some questions. <laughs> all right. So I, 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 two more Packers questions. We'll, we'll move on to this, some Steelers stuff. Uh, I guess my next one is who's a late round pick, like fifth or later that you see as a very high ceiling, high potential sleeper that you're kind of hoping uh, Green Bay takes. Joe Reed out of Virginia. I, I notice all the mock drafts you send me has Joe Reed's on every single one. I love him. Well, he's always there in round seven. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll take him. I mean, him and Proch are always sitting there in seven. But, no, Joe Reed. Um, I'll be curious how far Logan Wilson drops. Um, uh, I like uh, Runyon, the tackle out of Michigan, is going to be five seventh round. Is he related to uh, the other Runyon? I think it's his son. Okay. The because it was a Todd Runyon, he's a O line coach somewhere now, right? I thought it was John Runyon. John Runyon is the player out of Michigan. Okay, I thought I thought Todd was the dad, but anyways, I like him. Um, sleepers, um, I love Darius Jet Anderson out of TCU as a running back fit for the Packers, um, kick returner, um. Really undervalued running back, but he'd be a great uh, jet sweep jet sweep option. He has good hands. I could see him being kind of, uh, you know, like a wing back. Okay. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I actually put the camera and I was looking at my feet. <laughs> oh. um, um, what do you think about so, He's not a late round pick, but um... – I assume you guys are probably going to take a time. Um, I know you value Sternberger high, and he's probably going to be the guy, but um, is there a tight end in a range that you kind of are looking at? Yeah, I'll be curious. We kind of disagreed on this, Corey, but I I think the first tight end, you might be one taking a round two. I I really – I think these guys are going to drop a little bit. No, um, I, I think I think round two. I think somebody's going to take one there. I think that Cole Komet uh, from Notre Dame will probably be the number one. Yeah. There's, so there's a couple tight ends I like later in the draft. Um, there's Mitchell Wilcox. I can't remember. I think he's he's Cincinnati or U, maybe USF. There's a super athletic, amazing tight end. Oh, yeah, it's USF. I just looked it up. But look at his uh, tape, Ryan. I, I falling. He's not even mentioned in like the top five. He's a guy I really like. What's his Mitchell name? Wilcox. Yeah, uh, Dalton Keene out of Virginia Tech. I like. Um, he's he's like, probably yeah. like a fifth. Fifth. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know, really, I think if you're what? the Packers, you know, I think. Okay, we haven't really talked about this. I think the Packers are going to go – I think we're going to trade back and we're going to take Chase Claypool in the second round, and then I think we're going to get burners. We're going to draft three receivers in this draft. You're going to take Claypool, and then you're going to take Reed and, you know, Lynn Bowden, something like that. See, I'm, I'm reading something here uh, just, you know, in talking about it. I was like, okay, well, what are the draft needs for the Green Bay Packers? And somebody's writing that they feel like they're going to trade up to take the 19th pick from the Raiders and then go with Denzel Mims. 
Um, Not I don't think you. you need to trade <laughs> up Foles. If I don't think you do that. You now, one thing we never know is where are these guys on, on the team's boards? We don't know, right? No. Denzel, Mims, Denzel Mims is a receiver who, if he didn't, if he wasn't at Baylor, if he wasn't at Baylor, he'd be in the discussion for a top four wide receiver. You'd you'd have him up there with potentially with like you know Judy and and Lamb. Maybe not that high, but it'd be more of a slam dunk. As he's went through the process, people are like, "Damn, what what did we miss?" Well, you didn't miss anything. He just went to Baylor, so you can't trust him because he's at Baylor playing against no defense. Yep. Um, um, I so I like he didn't him. play he didn't play against enough tough competition, but I mean the well, guy looks well, fast. He well, looks like he gets separation. Well, He's tall. What I'm saying is I like him. <clears throat> I'm not saying I don't like him. What I'm saying is that's why he is not valued with those other receivers. So now that he's there, go back and watch the tape and be like, who is this guy? I good hands. Mims, if we're trading up to 19, it means you're you're jumping. What the Vikings and the Eagles and who's at twenty? Uh, I mean, if you're moving up there, I would think it would be for Jefferson. Twenty is Jacksonville because I think Rugs at the latest Rugs is going fifteen. You know, but the Falcons aren't taking a receiver, and then the Dolphins aren't taking a receiver. Um, I don't know who else I'm missing in there, but Jefferson is the fourth wide receiver in this draft. Even if you love Mims, it's Jefferson. Packers are moving. 19, I would be disappointed because I think we can get Mims at third. I'm okay with him. Yeah, no, I, I think you're on point. I think Jefferson's the four. You know, we don't know people's boards. If I could guess, probably Jefferson four, probably Mims five, probably uh, after that, I feel like it's your. Um, yeah, it's maybe, 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 maybe it even starts after after Jefferson, but, you know, I'm a big uh, regular fan from TCU. Um I love Claypool. You know, Claypool, shut up, man. I mean, he was a third-round prospect till the Combine. Uh, you know, he's an interesting one, and the Steelers, are, their, their interest in him is very uh, – it's, it's not a very well-kept secret. So, yeah, yeah he'll be interesting. Yeah. I want Claypool because even if he he's not actually playing tight end, think about how you could use him up next to the line of scrimmage. I mean – yeah, he's you could you could use him as like a split out tight end. Nice backer safety on Claypool. You kidding me? Well, he you could if you go back and watch his tape, um, you could tell he played he played college basketball at Notre Dame and he was actually pretty good. Uh, and you you could tell when you go back and watch. So he's got that going on for him. He's 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 somebody I like from the get go, and unfortunately they might have put him out of Steelers' reach. Um, because we, that's, that's one of our, that's one of our guys that I, I know that they have interested, interested. So, um, my, all right. So last question, guys. Um, so you named some tight ends have, what do you think about Breland, uh, out of, uh, Oregon? I, I personally think he's going to be a steal for somebody. He got injured last year. He was a pretty damn good tight end when he didn't get hurt. And what is it? 2018. And then when he didn't, when he played uh, part part of the season last year, uh, and they're saying he's probably going to be a fifth round pick. But if he wasn't hurt, he'd be in the conversation as one of the top three tight ends, hands down, in his draft. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I haven't watched his tape, but I've seen him on the mocks, you know. 
and I you know assumption seeing where they had him valued that he was more of a vanilla tight end because um, you get so many of those guys that are just they're okay at blocking they're okay at catching let's hope he turns into something kind of guys you know who was, you know who he reminds me of, who was kind of like that though who wasn't a master of something but he was just good at everything like Tony was, Gonzalez uh, no Kittle Kittle <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, round. I know he ran a four or five. Um, go go watch some Breland tonight. I'm I'm gonna watch some Breland if we do if we do another pod here in the next couple of weeks. So I'll uh I'll come oh, back. We'll All talk right. some. Breland. All right, before we move on to Pittsburgh, any any last thoughts or um, comments on Packers as we sit today? We'll have another probably two two before the draft. So. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, I thought we were going to – I thought we were going to make a stronger push. Um, you know, like I said, we brought in Kirksey at linebacker. I like. Hasn't been healthy, but healthy I think he's a steal if he pans out. Um, but you bring in guys so you can draft value, right, in the draft. Just draft the best guys. Um, you don't need anything. Well, we didn't – we didn't do that. Punches was a depth – pick value was good that's fine he's not he's never going to be your number two uh you know we were in on sanders but he cost too much it was bad value so what i thought the packers were going to do and i'm still hoping i see this is i wanted to see a trade for someone like a robert woods because rams need to clear money i do i would prefer to have woods over cooks but just keep your eye out because well sense for the packers we have two comp picks coming next year from Laga and Martinez walking. We're not going to jeopardize that. Um, well, you know, you, there can still be trades during the draft too. So I wouldn't rule out another trade. I, I understand what you're saying. You know, uh, I think I think they might have plugged some holes, but maybe they didn't make the splash signing that you were hoping for. Well, want to know what it tells me though? What, what it tells me is we're not going to draft Chenault. We're not going to draft Rager. Because those are guys you draft if your one, two, and three are set and you want a guy who's explosive, who can earn a spot, but you can use in different ways. By not doing that, now you need a number two. You're not going to – I personally think it means you're going to see the Packers look at Ayuk, Jefferson, Mims, um, you know, I mean, those three, I'm probably missing a couple. I mean, I don't love Higgins, but these run-after-the-catch guys, someone who – is built like a number one, you know, six foot, six, two, 200 pounds can run routes, but can learn from Devonte Adams. We've had receivers in the pipeline for years, right? We had driver and Jennings and, and, and Jordy. And then all of a sudden there's, you know, James Jones. And then all of a sudden he goes, Oh, there's Randall Cobb. There's uh, Devontae Adams. We have no one right now. Okay. <laughs> if Adams decides to retire from football, Packers have nothing at receiver. So I think you're going to see us take guys who we think can be complete wide receivers at the next level. That's what you want. You know, I'm so not- you're saying the Packers are going to get the number one overall draft pick next year. Got it. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> if that yeah. happens, that means Rodgers got hurt. It means Jeff everything fell apart. Hurt. I don't I don't know if there's a scenario where we would get the – well, I guess if no. – yeah, if you have Tim Boyle, um, he's our <laughs> quarterback. Um, he was a bartender last week, so I don't. 
Oh. <laughs> and, Mars um, is still open in Wisconsin. Got it. Tim Boyle. <laughs> um, Packers would take Trevor Lawrence either way. Whoever's number one next year is taking Lawrence. I don't care who you are. Yeah, no, he's, he's a lock. If, yeah. if, if Lawrence and Burrow came out the same year, you, I, Lawrence was the first pick. I don't even think it's close. No, some people try to argue with me, and I just I, – I, I that. No. Burroughs had one good year, and if you look at it, he played out of the out of the pistol the whole time, and he had a ridiculous offensive line. Anytime he had pressure, he crumbled. Um, do I still think he could be a good pro? Absolutely. I, I, I feel like I'm all saying all negative things, but you put Lawrence in any goddamn team, any system, and – He's that 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 kid's that kid's a real deal. I, I feel hey, like I we've feel talked like, about this before, and you, it's, I don't want to take words out of your mouth, but I don't think he's to Andrew Luck status um, coming out. But I think he's close. Um, I he's think as close as you can get. I'm dunk to be a above average starting NFL quarterback for the next 15 years. Um, Joe Burrow, I mean, good for him if he can be a one hit wonder. With that much talent around him, go to the NFL and be a stud. That means he has great work ethic. He is a good leader. People like him. That's great. But we only saw it one year. Right. I, mean, I And that's why I personally think <clears throat> Herbert might end up the best quarterback from this draft. Hey, you know who also had a really good year? Dwayne Haskins. How did he <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he had, so he had the best Russell. season ever – up until Burrow did it. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. if I'm Bengals, you have that many holes, someone's willing to give you like something crazy, like three number ones, you know, and a couple twos. Yeah, give me I, I, five I and give me Justin Herbert all day long. That's I I couldn't you have the quarterback in a couple years. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Go get yeah, trade trade back, get Derek Brown and Justin Herbert. Or, no, not that. We couldn't get that. But I don't know. Something, man. Yeah, it's some kind of ridiculous trade. And you still get Justin Herbert. I, w- I would do it all day. But Yeah. I mean. All right. Well. Let's talk Steelers. Now let's, let's talk. Yeah, let's talk Steelers because uh, I know so, Corey's been, been itching at this. And uh, we've well, had a couple conversations. But where do you want to start with the Steelers and how we address uh, some of our needs? Which, as you already mentioned earlier in the cast, Steelers do a great job well, of – of yeah. preparing so they don't have to do those uh, impulsive picks, so right. to speak. So yeah. where do you want to start with the Steelers? So we don't have a first-round draft pick of course, because of the Mika Fitzpatrick trade, which I'm still okay I'm, with. I'm happy with. Um, so they have they have a second-round pick, pick, pick 49. Uh, like we just said, they don't have any glaring holes. Um, are there higher priorities? Sure. Uh, we don't know if Bud's going to be around after this year. So – I think somewhere in this draft is going to be probably an edge guy between rounds two and four. Um, after that, you're just there's there's no point of drafting an edge player uh, that's mm-hmm. going to be potentially replacing somebody. Um, we need a tight end. We need we you know they drafted Zach Gentry last year, but I that was a that was a project. It was a quarterback coming out of at a high school. Is he Michigan? End. Yeah, Mich- Michigan State. He's six foot eight. When he was on the field, he physically looks like Gronkowski, mm. but he's not Gronkowski. Uh, so he's he, he, he's still a project. You know, they have Vance, they have Eve, 
I don't think either one of those guys are going to be the guy long term. You uh, never know, though. Could, Maybe you get Ebron for ten for a couple of years. Words, one of the two will be on the Steelers next year. One of the two. Okay. Um, they're both easy contracts to get out of, uh, but I think they do keep one of the two next year. Okay. Uh, I think they go tight end between round two and four is what edge. Look at tight end. Um, the other line. What's that? Didn't you have someone retire? Yeah, uh, Ramon Foster. Foster, which we were going to cut him anyway, though. Um, and he said he didn't want to play anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, he said his Steelers are nowhere for him. So, Which pretty cool, but yeah. he couldn't play anywhere else if he wanted to. He had one of the big declines this year I've ever seen. Um, but uh, Now, we, that's an interesting thought real quick because you obviously still want to play to the top caliber, but do you think – with Ben not being in, you know, Foster was playing up to his standard. Do you think, I mean, we still put out a, a, a decent season, but I mean, at that point, do you really feel like we were playing for a championship? Do you feel like players were playing to, to be at their top level? Because I do, I, I know do. our defense. defense. Well, I <clears> think <throat> the D's put the pressure on the offense and okay. uh, to answer your question, the offensive coordinator and the quarterbacks put that offensive line in some pretty bad situations. Absolutely. Um, and they, some of those sacks were on the quarterback because they stepped in the pressure and they also were on the, the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so there, there, we do Good have point. some young guys in the pipeline, though. Like the feeler is going to start um, either at guard or at tackle, at right tackle. We do have Zach Banner, who got some playing time last year, who could play right tackle. Um, and then we, we signed that guard who started for the Chiefs in the playoffs. Uh, did a good job. Uh, was Newski, was Nowski. Uh, he's, he's from Pittsburgh, too. So I feel like they're okay for now. They need some, some new blood pumped in, though. So if there's a guy like, and this is this is up for debate, if if Tyler uh, Badiez, I guess you pronounce it, from Wisconsin. Center, I just call him Badass. Yeah, badass center guard. Uh, if he never the got hurt, I think is how you pronounce it. Well, if he never got hurt and never had offseason surgery, he would he would have been a late first round draft pick. Uh, he's an elite center. Uh, probably he 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 could be potentially an All Pro center. Uh, but because of all those issues, a lot of mocks now have him going in the third round, which I think is too low. I still I still take in my opinion. I'm happy with Steelers taking him at 49. Red shirt in a year. No matter with everything that's going and we have to think about this too. With all the holes being plugged, you know, and, and Green Bay's probably going to operate the same. Most of the NFL's probably operate the same amount. This is a weird time that we're going through. So if we don't have any big needs, uh, we, we made some off-season signings and, and, and whatnot to kind of kind of plug those with some veterans. Uh, we even signed some XFL guys. I'm not saying they're going to do anything, but they're just mm-hmm. depth. Uh, think about what's, well, think about what's happening. Not only are these guys <clears throat> rookies, not only is our first pick in the draft pick 49, you know, second round pick, but also think about what, what's happening right now. These guys can't work out. We can't, we, our doctors can't get our hands on them. We can't work them out. Um, there's no pro days. Okay. There's not going to be OTAs rookie, like rookie mini camp, like normal. These rookies are going to be so behind. I don't think a lot of these guys are going to make an impact at all coming into this, this season. 
So with that being <laughs> said, point. I don't think it I don't think it is a bad thing if Steelers take Tyler Body as at three nine and say, you know what, we'll just redshirt you here, bro. You're fine. Well, and with well, the- but times could change too because the draft is until April twenty fourth. I mean, hopefully by then we see some normalcy in the world. We'll find out. <laughs> but there still could be some uh, OTAs and things like that um, b- b- before uh, going to camp. But I think they announced that they they were pushed back. <clears throat> okay. As long as we don't push back the season, right, boys? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, it makes me sick to my stomach when I, whenever I even think about that. Like I, I can do without baseball. Yeah. I can yeah. do without basketball. You know, I I'm can do good. without I'm hockey. Good. Just I'm make good. sure by, by Labor Day we're, we're ready to rock and roll. Don't just, fuck up. Just, just make sure they all dip in, dip in like a, a tub of sanitizer. Exactly. Don't let, anybody, don't let anybody go to the games. All the seats can be empty. I don't care, but you're televised okay. football. Yeah, so I agree. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that that, that that's my thought, especially right now with all this happening. Is I don't think it's a bad idea to take a guy there and redshirt him. Exactly. Uh, can, I, can I change the subject just really yeah. quick? Your yeah. opinion on something? Sorry, um, Travis Frederick retired. Did he? Travis Frederick. Yeah, the center for the Cowboys just just retired. And he was young. Yeah, he was a yeah. first-round draft pick out of Notre Dame, like, what, three, four years? No, he's Wisconsin. Oh, but still. Yeah, he's in his – he was good, would have been going into his seventh year. I think he's 29. Um, a, lot of, a lot of these guys are retiring. Like, but my question is, everybody has the Cowboys going safety. Not anymore. Not take Cesar Ruiz. I mean, they have no option now at center. Um, well – there's also somebody that didn't have offseason surgery that I put at number two, would, which be uh, 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 Cushenberry. Uh, yeah, Cushenberry from uh, LSU. He's pretty damn good. Yeah, he's uh, good. If I if I was if I was Dallas, I'd probably with their second round pick, and they're probably safe there. Yeah, <clears throat> we can get back to what you were. I just no, I, no, that, that's a good point. Uh, anyway, so you know that that's that's in play. I, we don't have a need a receiver. We have Juju. We have Deontay Johnson. We still have James Washington, who maybe took another step without Ben last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do. We always are filling that pipeline because we don't normally sign receivers to long-term contracts, except for Antonio Brown and Heinz Ward. Um, you know, we are linked to Claypool. There's a lot of interest there, which I get. Um, but I don't know if he's going to be there at 49 anymore. And also, I don't know if they need to take him that bad at 49. Well, uh, um, he also tested at tight end. I mean, well, that that if they do that, that might be what they're, um, you know. But the only yeah. other wide receiver high that they, they they're linked to is uh, Rigger, which I'm I'm thinking they think he might slide to us just because of the way. How, how deep this draft class is that receiver and for him to be there i mean he's a first round talent um if we draft him that's pretty much telling james washington like sorry bro you're out on your contract you contract think we would out. do that yes really because he yeah. he he did okay last year i mean yes but it, it not it, it, <clears throat> not to our expectations mm. so we're going to give him another year with ben um uh, so anyway, you know, offensive line I think's in play. Then you know, what if there's a guy like 
Uh, well, Jackson. wait, wait, hold on, hold on. He had 44 receptions, uh, almost 750 yards, average 17 uh, a catch, longest was 79, and three touchdowns with with really nobody throwing to him. That's, I agree. I, I mean, I but agree. maybe it's in bad year and pass blocking or smart. You know, and his 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 run blocking, he he pancakes him, dude. Yeah, um, yeah. But but the whole the way the Steelers draft, especially mm-hmm. early. Is if a star is there, if they view if 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 they view this person as a first round draft pick, they're sitting in your lap. Mm-hmm. You don't pass up on that because you could just pass up on an all pro. Yeah. Um, so that's what. They, but all I'm saying is he's a low man on the totem pole out of those. Three. You could also be play devil's advocate and say Juju though. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, we'll move, we'll move past that. You know. But anyway, you know, there's there's offensive line. And then there's there could be a guy, the uh, USC tackle could be sitting there. You know, Villanueva's not getting any younger. No. Um, you know, so we could take a tackle. So offensive line, tight end. There's a couple receivers, maybe. Um, that's about it, though. That's about it. A lot of people are 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 telling us, to, you know, running back, but uh, running backs just don't make as much of an impact anymore in the NFL and. I think what they have in a healthy James Conner is 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 good enough. If if he can stay healthy with Ben coming back, he's good enough, right? James Conner is a great running. Back. He's good enough, especially for what he's what he's probably going to get paid. Uh, if he wants more than ten, he can kick rocks next year. So for so long, I mean, I know you brought in Joe Hayden, but I mean, Burns, who who do you start at corner? Well, we got Nelson. Remember, we signed Stephen Nelson from Kansas City last year. That dude was shut down. Um, it was just him and Hayden. Do you have any? Yeah. Doubt? Well, we got rid we, of Baron. We got rid. Yeah, we cut Baron. We cut Chicolo. Um, so that that's basically putting Vince Williams back in the fold at linebacker. That's what I'm saying. And then for whatever crazy He's reason, got... Kenneth Murray's sitting there at 49. Yeah, we don't him. we don't pass on him. No. Um, so even though. I, you know, I do have high hopes for that guy who drafted uh, Lissus Grant the third. He had a hell of a preseason, but still, he was a six-round draft pick out of a small school. Um, I think he's going to play special teams and maybe get a, a better look in preseason. But we're not going to we're not going to play him over Vince Williams. No, uh, I think I think Cameron Dantzler was made to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Cameron Dantzler, why does that sound familiar? Cam- Mississippi State corner. Cameron, Cameron. All right, big and I'll look him up. You know, I, I, I am going to be honest, past a couple of the corners, I haven't looked at it because uh, I think they're pretty comfortable <clears throat> with their corner room because we have Hayden, at least for another year. We have Hayden, we have Steven Nelson, who on Pro Football Focus had a better year than Stephon Gilmore. Um, nobody threw at him. And we have Mike Hilton that we uh, tendered. Um, so he's going to be around. Um as a slot guy, he's an elite slot corner. And then we also have the guy that was going to take his place if we didn't tender him was uh, Cam Sutton. And he's he's very good that could potentially – he's either going to replace Hilton next year or he could potentially go into a, an outside corner role. Um, do they need to probably add one more? Yeah. Uh, you know, cutting burns, you know, depth-wise. You know, but what, what I was going to say, though, is beyond – Beyond offensive line, tight end, um, you can say that linebacker spot. Uh, 
there's a couple other positions though is one safety we have our starters you can say that with minka and and edmonds but beyond those two that depth is laughable i mean if one of those two guys got hurt they're 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 in bad bad shape um so So like duggar's there at 49 i was yeah i was gonna say talking about kenneth murray being a really good fit well you have a lot of these hybrid safeties, these athletic safeties that can play linebacker now. I think that would be great value at 49 if you got yeah. Duggar, Chin, or Winfield. I, I mean, like all those guys. Yeah. Those guys like flying Daniel. around, helping the linebackers, but can yeah. And also, if one of your safeties goes down, you got a yeah. guy. I mean, Packers want to do the same thing. I mean, we have no safety depth. <clears throat> no depth. Yeah, we have Jordan Danger. He's he's terrible. Um, See, I I like him, but he, he gets hurt too much. I liked his energy. I like I I I am a Dangerfield fan. Special but, teams and energy, but it, it, if you're just talking safety and covered, no. Yeah. But uh, you know, the other position, which again they filled, they let Hargraves go because we simply couldn't afford him. I know. So we're gonna we're gonna miss him. Shame. Uh, but he only played 40, 47% of snaps. So that's Shame we couldn't get anything for him, you know? Was he uh, a pass rusher or was he a big boy? He's a I mean, big boy. Well, both. But like a, a defensive tackle who rushed the passer like Kenny Clark, but not like Snacks Harrison. Yeah. Uh, no, he was he was, he, he's, he was considered a nose tackle. But we didn't, you know, we don't play in our base 3-4 100% always used to. Um, so he wasn't on the field every down, but he is a, he's a pass rushing nose tackle. Um, a big boy too. So being on, so being on, on the field, 40% of 47% of snaps, I think he has finished with, uh, six or seven sacks two years in a row. So, so if you, if you put him on a team where he's playing hundred percent, he's double, he's a, he's a double digit sack guy. Dude. So there's a lot of, a lot of really good value at interior defensive line in the second round. Is there though? I mean, there's. I, I, there's okay. I do uh, like him. I do like him, but like, I don't love uh, Gullimore. Um, he has really quick feet, but yeah, I don't. Same, same thing with Davis. I think Roquan Davis. There's something missing with him too. Uh, well, it's not the size. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, but then again, you know, again, it's one of those situations <clears throat> where do you think? People look into FNS's combine so much that he might fall to forty nine because he's there. Uh, I think he. I think he could because I only think he. I think he fits more of the four three defensive end. He does. He does. But the way they kick in and out, that's what Hargrave is going to play in. in Philly. That would be phenomenal value. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I personally would kick. Because whenever we were out of that base and we played the hybrid, whatever they want to call it, Cam Hayward kicks inside. So FNS is a play outside then. So maybe we just kick Cam Cam Hayward in most times. And then we got that Wormley kid from uh, uh, Baltimore. We traded him a fifth and a seventh next year. I don't know much about him. Apparently he's a good run stopper, but he doesn't he doesn't bring a lot of pass rush to the table, which is that- we don't need that. Who are you talking about? Chris Wormley. You know, I really like some of the run stuffing um, DTAC draft, like the mid-round guys, like uh, Leaky 2. Is that the, is that the uh, a Samoan Utah guy? 
Yeah, just the dude is a monster. He's a run stuffer. He's insane yep. Richard Lawrence out of LSU. Did he? Um, there's Ajim out of Texas A&M. There's just so many where I've I've read the analysis and watched the tape, and like I feel like run stopping D tackles. That's what the Packers need. We have Kenny Clark, but we have no one next to him. Yeah, run to save no, our lives. That's how I feel about Pittsburgh. Yeah, as this Hargrave was, the way to it played before he he got hurt and Cam Hayward. I feel like they need a run stopper in the middle. I don't think they need a pass rusher up the middle. I mean, it, yeah, it's a great bonus, but sometimes it's nice to just fill up that space. Yeah, yeah. You got you got to it. You got Hayward on the outside, and then the outside of them you got you got T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree. You don't need a pass rushing interior defensive lineman. How was your run defense last year? I know you're good all around, but it was better in, from from, from previous were, years. I think they were. They were top five all around. I think they actually, their pass defense was actually better than their run defense last year. There was one or two games. Nobody threw on them all year. But there was one or two games, I think, there's a, uh, where the, there was some like there was some, some rushing going on. I can't remember who it was. Uh, but it was still pretty good. I'm looking yeah. it up right now. See Can you look at what Derrick Henry did to the playoffs last year? And if you're a team in the playoffs, I mean, the running backs are making a comeback. And I think you need to have that monster to just eliminate the A and B gap. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's. Now, I do, as far as the, the pass rushing, the, the um, super versatile defensive tackles, I don't think there's a lot of them. I mean, you have someone like Derek Brown, who's both, you know, and someone like Javon Kinlaw, who is both. But then beyond that, these guys are all kind of like they have what they expect, but they're not complete, you know? Yep. Yeah. So uh, other than that, I think that's pretty much it. You want to wrap it up here in the next couple minutes? Yeah, I was just going to try to find something on the Steelers defense real quick. Is there a timer? How long have we <clears throat> been going for an hour and 30, but I think 20 was – getting set up um um so while you're looking that up ryan i think so the, the, the I think mckinney i think mckinney is severely undervalued i think Grant delpit is severely overvalued severely delpit can't tackle anybody how do you draft him in the first well, round you can tackle better than that guy go go back and 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 I remember before this year, I, I watched Delpit last year, and his 18 tape is, is phenomenal. But I don't know what the deal was this year. I don't know if it was just he wasn't trying to get injured. I don't know. I don't know. But I can tell you his 18 tape, there's there's some, there's some special stuff there. He was he, at, off his 2018, all the mock, mock drafts coming in this year, he was a, t- he was a top, 10, top 10 pick. Yeah. But he severely dropped after this year, so I don't I don't have the answers. I'm sure that teams are asking them in interviews. I I'd imagine like what happened. Yeah, I, I will also be curious to see how Fulton and uh, C.J. Henderson pan out because I I think those guys are low floor, high ceiling. Like the range there is crazy because I think that, that group of stud corners this year. Like if it was me, I would take either Akuda 
Or I'd go to Jalen Johnson and some of these guys in the second and third round. I think that's where the value is. I don't love Henderson, and I really don't love Fulton. Luckily, we don't need a corner early, so I don't have to worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh, for once, same thing. I remember every year, I would, they need a corner, they need a corner, they need a corner, they need a corner. And they never did it. And one year they finally did, they draft Artie Burns. <laughs> well, I think, and I think that's why they drafted, uh, uh, there was a year they drafted a quarterback. When they do it? I think twice. I think Landry Jones, and I think, uh, who's the kid we traded to Jacksonville? Number five. Um, Josh Dobbs. Dobbs. The fan base <clears throat> got so angry that we didn't draft somebody young to, to be a, to, to back up Ben. Yep. That they, they just pick these silly quarterbacks. That's that's why I'm wondering. Like, I mean, we, and I haven't I haven't said much on this segment, but that's why I'm wondering. Like, do we draft a quarterback to fill that? Yeah, I, I know we have Mason Rudolph, but we saw how that kind of worked out. We have the Duck. We saw how that kind of worked out. Do are we looking for anybody to to pick quarterback wise? No, what not if, this year. Maybe next Eason, year. No, what if nobody Eason's there. there at 49? Who? What if Eason is there at 49? You know I feel about Eason. You know how I feel about Eason, but I don't see any interest on their end at any quarterback spot. Uh, they usually show their cards with meetings and stuff, you know. Um, but I think Eason at 49, he's, he's got a very high ceiling. Uh, but I, I, I don't think they do it with all the moves they've done the past two years that have been so unlike them. It just shows you that they are in. They know it's it. This is it. And if, if Ben gets hurt, it's over. Yeah. True story. And on that note, boys, are there anything? Is there anything else you'd like to discuss before we meet again? No. Ben needs to watch some Breland tape tonight. Other than that, we'll get back at it next. I think I so. Scott. Next Sunday, same time, same place. Yes, sir. All right. So. Um, this has been another great edition of the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast uh, for the, the Fantasy Brews. Uh, again, join with Corey and Ben, giving uh, all of the wonderful insight to anybody out there that's listening as far as you know uh, what to expect or what to be prepared for for the draft coming up. And um, is there anywhere that they can, anybody out there that's listening, can they find you on social media anywhere, Corey, uh, Ben? They'd only yeah, see this my name. In pictures of my kids, so. Okay, all right. Well, you guys can find me at BroodBoy813 on uh, Instagram and Twitter, which I'm hardly ever on Twitter. I don't really know how to use it, so. Um... Oh, you tweet every day. You <laughs> I'm uh, not always on the tweeting machine, but um, it's 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 always fun to get together with you guys and, and talk sports, and um, we'll, uh, we'll re-adjourn next week. So with that, I think we can go ahead and uh, end the recording. What do you say? So, All right, sounds good. Go pack, go. This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Listen, we get the Craft Brews and Geek News show is way better than it ought to be. If you'd like to learn more about other shows that we have on our network, please subscribe to the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more.